Hello, hello, my name is Taiwo Lawal and in this podcast I'll be talking about mental disorders, mental illnesses and I have labeled this podcast, it's the soul that needs the surgery. So I believe I got this light bulb moment revelation as regards mental disorders and mind issues for a while now, but it was not until recently that I had this deep urge to give my two cents about mental disorders. So I consulted with some professional psychologists and did my research so that I would not just be giving my well-meaning light bulb moment revelations that are not backed by our world's realities. In a lot of words, our mind is a function of a complex interplay of factors. That is, our brain, the information we feed our mind, the environment, feelings, personal traits, and the likes. Now, when I was researching about this topic, I got this definition of mental disorders from the World Health Organization, and we will be touching on the parts of the definition as we go on. It says that mental disorders comprise of a broad range of problems with different symptoms. The WHO has explained that mental disorders are generally characterized by some combination of abnormal thoughts, emotions, behavior, and relationships with other people. Examples are schizophrenia, depression, intellectual disabilities, and disorders due to drug abuse. The good news is that most of these disorders can be treated successfully. Now, the dictionary form of the word mental is the mind or our soul. Essentially, uh, mental disorder simply means that there is a problem with the mind. It is at this point that I must say that scientists have tried their best. They've continued to explore the causes, the real reasons why people have mental disorders. They have given a lot of information to the effect that some biological processes may be the real trigger or cause for a number of mind issues. Now, I am not countering that there are biological factors to it. Obviously, biological factors contribute to mental disorders. But it is not surprising that even as I speak, scientists have not been able to completely understand the real cause of mental disorders. Now, if you take a second to actually think about how complex the human brain is and how mental disorders take a toll on our thoughts, <laughs> feelings, and behaviors, you will see that figuring out the causes of mental disorders is really a daunting task. I would like to approach this topic from a fresh perspective, not from the biological, physical, or f- social angle, not because they are not as important, but since that area is already overflowed by insightful contributions from professionals, I would like to take another route. Not taking away from the current pieces of info and recommendations that we have already, but just adding my two cents. Now, personally, I believe that the mind is ordinarily like a playing field, you know, tabula rasa, plain slate. If you want to be knowledgeable about mathematics or any subject matter, you read about it, you meditate on it, and you ask questions. And quite frankly, you literally get out of your mind and into your reality what you put in it. Now, when looking at it, we will find out that taking drugs alone or any kind of merely physical correctional methods are not enough to address mind issues. And in fact, this may account for why scientists are yet to find the root cause and consequently a solution to mind issues because they are not exclusively biological issues. Now look at it this way. If you want to learn more about a topic, you read about it, you increase your knowledge base and then you are more knowledgeable about that subject matter. 
that's the same way that our mind can only respond to a word. Okay, I won't say it can only respond to a word because, like I said earlier, biological factors contribute to reasons why people have mind issues. But then another very important factor is the word. You feed your soul with knowledge. You feed your soul with a word. Do you understand? So how can you mend a broken soul? You speak to it. And you don't just speak to it. You speak the right word. You say the right things to a soul. To mend a soul. Now the WHO's discovery about mind issues reveals that our thoughts, emotions and behavior are key factors that affect our minds. Now simply put, our thoughts control the rest of our lives. They inform our emotions, they affect our behavior, and in the long run have an impact on the relationships we have with other people. Some very observant people revealed that the average person thinks about 70,000 thoughts per day. You will agree with me that that is a lot, especially if the thoughts are self-abusive, unproductive, and a general waste of time. We're really what we think, and just as feeding our minds with relevant information will make us more knowledgeable, and will give, enable us to give brilliant solutions, a right word is a surgery to a broken soul. As individuals, we have a responsibility to not let our thoughts run amok. No, we do not entertain all thoughts. This is so that when little demons introduce funny thoughts to us, we can say nope and leave them in the bird. You know why? Because if you sow a thought, you reap a deed. And if you sow a deed, you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character. And when you sow a character, boom, you get a destiny. And that is how the cycle continues. Now, Proverbs 4, 23 to 27 reminds me that above all else, I should guard my heart. That's my mind. Because out of it flows the issues of life. Now, Philippians 4, 8 to 9 also adds that whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, If there is any value and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Hey there, these are not just fancy religious words. They are practical life nuggets that can safeguard our minds from junks and prevent it from being in a state of disorder. So when I'm saying, what I'm saying in essence is that it is key that we consciously take charge of what we let in our mind space. Yeah, this could mean auditing our social media. I mean, block and unblock as you deem feeds. Whatever it is that keeps you sane. I would also like to address the fact that many of us have an inner critic. Instead of a gentle inner voice, we have this inner critic. Yes, we all have moments where our inner voice, depending on who we are channeling, where our inner voice discourages us from doing particular acts or otherwise. But watch it. If your inner voice or your biggest critic is always telling you negative thoughts, it may just be motivated by pain, lack of self-acceptance, a deep-seated self-hate, or even low self-esteem. If your inner voice is not gentle and always has a way of dishing yourself, deprecating talks, disrespecting you, berating you, or calling you names, it is high time you invite your inner voice to have a seat at your own table talk. Let your inner voice know exactly who God says you are and God's promises over your life. 
it is not enough to just decongest and extinguish thoughts that do a disservice to you. You must also replace your thoughts and then remember to guard your heart. Now, for those of us who do not already know who God says we are, I am more than glad to let you know some factual things that God has said about you. Yes, you. And what he has done for you through Christ Jesus. All you have to do is receive Jesus and walk in this new reality. So you basically exchange thoughts. So it's not like you're going to leave your mind empty. Just just uproot all the evil thoughts. But then you have to replace those evil thoughts with newer thoughts. Now you replace it with the fact that God has said you are holy and without blame before him in love. God has said you are righteous. You are a chosen generation. He chose you. Even if every other person did not choose you, God has chosen you. He purposely chose you. He chose me too. You are a holy nation. He purchased you for himself. You are the head and not the tail. I don't know if you know what that means. Like you are on top. You are not beneath. You are above. You are healed and you are whole in Christ. You are not ruled by fear. God loves you so much. Remember John 3.16. The Holy Spirit lives in you and gives you his power. It gives you the ability to love and to have self-control. Now, I discovered something from Ms. Mobolaji Ade, one of the professionals I checked in with before I decided to do what I love doing the most, you know, oversharing. She highlighted that our feelings are valid. Now, all this talk that I'm saying is not just to cancel our feelings or to encourage us to ignore our feelings. That is why we have direct access to God. We can come crying for help. If you surf through David's Psalms in the Holy Bible, you will see a man that was very much in touch with his feelings. In fact, if David was still alive today, therapists will be blessed by his constant patronage. In fact, they would have made like billions from his patronage. Just like many of us, he expressed doubt, guilt, fear, depression, sadness, and even vengeful thoughts. Guess what? All these are common to humanity. He definitely had high highs and low lows. But man knew how to channel it to God. I can't remember where God turned David down for having any of these feelings. Now the beautiful thing about God is he's actually close to the broken hearted. He wants to hear your wails, what makes you sad and all of that. God will help you. Like David, don't forget to remind your problems who your God is. Now, the bottom line of all this I've been saying is that we should all try as much as possible to guard our hearts. Someone may ask how that can be done, but the Bible is pretty clear on how we should guard our hearts. If you check Proverbs 4.23, it says we should keep our mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let our eyes look straight ahead. And fix our gaze directly before us. When we get saved, our spirits become rebirthed. But you see our minds? Nah, the work continues. We have to consciously be at our lot as per what enters and dwells in our minds. If you so continue sad songs, ah, somebody did me, and sad thoughts, you reap depression. Perhaps you may, you may be faced with a mind issue. No shame. If you're already seeing a therapist, congratulations. As a matter of fact, everyone should have a therapist. Their job is to help as a friend that walks you through life. That's it. It is definitely okay to see a therapist. 
because i do not like to preach what i'm not already working on i would like to say i'm not seeing one for now for personal issues though i have talked to quite a number of them but as soon as i can afford one i don't mind at all of course there are opportunities for us to reach out to therapies for free but i believe i do not i do not have urgent issues to do so already I feel the opportunity should go to people who need um, this offers urgently. But trust me, as soon as I'm able to afford one, by God's grace, I'll go for it. Now make sure you take your meds as I've warned you. Yeah, it is of the Lord. But don't forget to also guard, protect, and be careful of your thoughts. Remember to call on God through Christ Jesus. Also, be very mindful of the kind of therapies you're going to see. If you ask me, I would recommend you see a Christian therapist. If you feel you need a counselor, you may email me via taiwodamilalalawal at gmail.com and then I'll link you up. But then you can go to my website, taiwolawal.com. I'll spell it out, T-A-I-W-O-L-A-W-A-L.com. And then you see my write-up on this topic. It is the Soldanese surgery. And then I link the... Um, I linked a lot of um, just to actually just to um, therapists that you know you could um, talk to they have um, offers for people who are not able to afford right now again if you happen to have a family member laboring with a mind issue I pray God graces you with the ability to be gentle with them you know a lot of them are very fearful they're afraid of you know of what is happening and they just need a little nudge to help them discern reality you know so no stigma no shame gotta set you free and you're free indeed i'm so happy you made it this far thank you for listening and i hope it was a blessing god bless you thank you